I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The longer your perimenopause is, again, the more likely it is that you're going to, you can have some kind of mental anxiety or mental health issues or, or hormonal depression. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Yvette. A focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Hi everyone and welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly mental health podcast. I'm Yvette. And I'm Ellen. This week we're going to be chatting to Anne Stevens, who co-founded Positive Pause, a company which hosts events about the menopause, hormones, health and happiness in midlife. They also have a website and a Facebook group. We're going to be chatting to her about the less commonly discussed side of the menopause, all things to do with mental health, how hormones can trigger anxiety, depression and more. of women will experience anxiety through perimenopause. I don't know if you know what perimenopause is, but perimenopause is the time that leads up to your last period. So there are, and about 70% of women don't actually know what the phases of menopause are. And you've got premature ovarian insufficiency, and that's young girls who might go through menopause at the age of 15. Therefore, they've never had a period. They just are infertile. That's very rare. That's one in a thousand. Early menopause is anyone who's gone through menopause before the age of 40. And generally, that is down to surgical menopause. So they might have had chemotherapy or hysterectomy, had their ovaries removed. And they're generally more concerned about their what their operation is. And then post-operation chemotherapy or hysterectomy, they plunge instantly into menopause and they really suffer because it is just a straight start and then you go into perimenopause which is the lead up to your your last period and that can change from anything from a few months up to 12 years and that is the time that really has an impact on your mental health in menopause because it's your fluctuating hormones that influence your mood so 
as a, as a female, your female hormones are produced in the ovaries, your oestrogen and progesterone, and they are responsible. Well, it's oestrogen that is responsible for your mood um, through um, or controlling your moods. And progesterone is like your feel-good hormone. And as they start lowering um, serotonin, which is one of the chemicals produced by estrogen, that starts lowering and that starts having an impact on your mood. And all your, your hormones are going all over the show and so is your mood. And that can be anxiety, that could be uh, mood swings, really irrational mood swings, you don't know when they're coming. Uh, it can be low self-esteem, forgetfulness, brain fog, I said I might forget things today, um, jumbled thoughts, you just, yeah, just feeling not yourself. And it and if you've got a predisposition of having some kind of mental health illness before you reach perimenopause, then it is kind of likely that it's possible it might occur again when you're going through perimenopause. And also perimenopause... The long, it seems to be in research that the longer your perimenopause is, again, the more likely it is that you're going to, you can have some kind of mental anxiety or mental health issues or, or hormonal depression through menopause. Yeah. So, what's the average age that perimenopause would start, and the average time that it would last? Well, the average age to start perimenopause is probably around your mid 40s 47 maybe just late 40s the average age for menopause so menopause is just one day so you have to go 12 consecutive months without having a period before your menopause and that's one day and then beyond that day you're post-menopause so the average age for menopause that day is 51 but um, it can range from early 50s or late 40s to I was 56 so and and some people can they can have their menopause at 60 so nothing is particularly average but let's say your perimenopause will start in your mid 40s and you're not really aware of it because you're still having regular periods but it could be anything from joint pain to you know hair thinning you know brittle nails formication itchy skin there's there's 34 symptoms but the one most misunderstood is the psychological and mental health side because if you don't know it's your hormones that are changing but you're still having regular periods then you're not aware that that it is menopause or perimenopause that's causing those issues so yeah i realized that i don't actually know what the menopause is because i thought perimenopause was the menopause and when you said it's just one day yeah what happens what is that day so basically, that that day is the anniversary of your last period. Basically, so you have to go twelve consecutive months without having a period, and after that twelve months, that day is your menopause day. And then you have a menopause party, and then beyond that, your post menopause. We term everything menopause, but mm. perimenopause is that long is 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 a longer length of time, which is when all the symptoms start creeping up on you, and you know, and the, that is when all your hormones are fluctuating. So, menopause is the day when you are no longer fertile. Basically, you can't produce any more children, and then beyond that day, you're post menopause. So how do this is getting really medical now? I'm still baffled. <laughs> so how does the doctor know that you're perimenopausal? Is that a hormone test, or is it just kind of we don't really know? Well, 
you don't really know unless you're aware. And th- I mean, this is the whole reason that I wanted to start Positive Pause was because I, like you, had no idea. I'd, I'd never heard of the term perimenopause until I was 50. I'd never heard the word. You know, my idea of menopause was that your period stopped, you had a few hot flushes and you no, no longer could have children. I didn't know that all the symptoms I was experiencing and all the symptoms I had were the psychological symptoms, whereas my business partner, Joe, she had all the physical symptoms. So she had the hot flushes and the kind of breaking nails and hair falling out and you know itchy skin. So every woman's experience is different. So going to a GP, especially with a mental health problem, again, they unless you are aware that it's a hormonal problem, you will more than likely go to a doctor saying that you're, you're, you know, you're suffering from low mood and they will probably treat you with antidepressives where actually it's generally a hormonal depression and they would really ought to treat you with, with hormone replacement therapy or, or something completely different than antidepressives. But, but um, it, it if the GP doesn't understand that it's a hormonal depression, then how are you going to understand and how's your partner ever going to understand what's actually happening to you? Because you, you, know, you really do lose the plot at times. So it, it's not that it, it, you know, GPs have got five minutes to diagnose somebody with, with whatever they're coming into their, you know, surgery for. So, and from what we've learned in, in, in setting up our website, GPs, I think, I, I'm, don't quote me on this, but I think they get something like 25 days of, of actual learning about women's reproductive health and gynaecology. Mm-hmm. Well, that's anything from having children to hysterectomies. So menopause is not really high on their to-do list. You know, it's just like, oh, you know, you've got hot flushes take HRT or, or 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 if you go in and you're young so before 40 quite often they won't see it as being menopause they'll think you've got you, you know you, you've got kind of some form of depression rather than it being a hormonal depression so quite often they might say no you're too young you can't be menopausal and give them antidepressives whereas actually you can give blood tests so mm-hmm. if women had blood tests then you can you can if they're not wholly accurate but they can at least take some level of your hormones and it depends if you're still having periods what what phase you are in your cycle as well so that will have an impact on your blood test so they're not that accurate so it it's it's not that straightforward so trying to diagnose it is not the simplest thing are you happy to tell us a bit more about how the menopause affected your mental health i've never really been diagnosed with any mental health issues I've never been to a GP about it but I was listening to a lady who did the podcast about sad syndrome I definitely suffered sad syndrome and it wasn't until I got a dog and I had to go out in weather you know that was hideous but being out in the, the daylight every day with a dog helped me with with that I did have mild postnatal depression after my second child but I had a friend who had really really dreadful postnatal depression so I never felt mine was as severe enough to actually go and get it diagnosed mm. and, the, and the same with menopause um, it probably if I kind of pinpoint where it where it first started I was it was when my son was just 
starting his his final year of A-levels and I just wanted to go on a family holiday because I felt that the following year he would be off and that would be the last chance that we would have this family holiday. And I remember sitting, having a gin and tonic with my husband and the kids were off in a swimming pool somewhere, just having a gin and tonic, having a lovely time. And then I just had this overwhelming urge just to burst into tears you know, beautiful, beautiful hotel. And I was just, I can't really, don't know what's wrong with me. I just need to cry. And then just over the period of, of time, over a few years, that, that just feeling of, I don't know, I lost my spark. I'm, I'm a designer. I've been designing all my life, but I just felt that I'd lost my spark to be inspiring. I didn't feel inspired to be inspiring. I didn't, I just lost my self-confidence in the work I did. I was losing... Um, the ability to retain information um, in, in interior design. I was measuring things and I would measure things again and again and I'd make mistakes and make mistakes in my work, which would be costly because I would order things and they'd be wrong. So then I would get really angry with myself because, you know, as much as I kept trying to get things right, I seemed to be getting them wrong. Um, but the only people I could really take it out on were my family because they're the ones I felt I could get away with it. And um, I would just end up having these massive mood swings where, you know, totally irrational. It's just like being a child, really, just completely flying off the handle. Or I would get these feelings of anxiety where I just, I just, you know, we were talking about caffeine. I can't drink caffeine anymore because that just makes me feel anxious. But, but even not having caffeine, I was having these anxiety attacks where I just couldn't control my emotions the way I felt. And then flying off the handle and feeling really guilty about, you know, just being totally ridiculous about, I don't know, the dishwasher being stacked badly or, <laughs> and, you know, I could see the, my husband and my kids going, what on earth is she on? You know, what she, the, one minute she's fine, the next minute, absolutely ranting, completely mad woman. Um, and I just, I was still having my regular period. So it just didn't occur to me that it was anything to do with menopause or perimenopause, because I didn't know what at that stage what perimenopause was. So it just built up into this crescendo of, of you know, peaks and troughs you know and then then I'd level out and I'd be absolutely fine and then something would happen but when you're trying to work and you know also menopause you know the first indicators that you're going into perimenopause is that you you can't sleep you you just your your ability to have a full night's sleep just you leave you so you're exhausted then you might start getting I mean I never suffered hot flushes but I did have night sweats so you'd wake up absolutely and utterly drenched then your sheets are absolutely soaked you can't get back to sleep because they're all sodden and you've got to change the sheets and then you're wide awake and then you finally drift off to sleep and the alarm goes and you've got to go off and get to work function um and at that stage I, I I'm an interior designer so I have my own practice um so I had clients that I was having to deal with you know, builders contractors I also taught the subject three days a week so I had students that I was having to kind of help through final projects and their anxieties and when you go in and you're trying to be inspiring to a group of you know students who you know you're supposed to be creative to and you just feel empty inside it's really hard or you know I just remember one day uh, I I'd had the most 
awful rant the night before, couldn't sleep. And I kept trying to text my husband to say, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean what I said. But I, every time I texted, I just burst into tears. And I had 10 minutes before I had to stand in front of these students and talk about, I don't know, well, you know technical drawing or how to put together a concept board and having to stand up and 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 perform when you just just don't feel you've just got this out-of-body experience and it's yeah it's hard um and and for me it wasn't until um joe my partner who i started up the website with was talking about the fact she'd been to the GP about, um, well, she went in for one thing and she said she came out with a perimenopause and she also didn't really understand what it was. And I, she was telling me about it and it wasn't until I researched about perimenopause and looked into it and I realised, oh my God, yeah, I am perimenopausal. I ticked, you know, I ticked nearly, you know, 30 of the 34 symptoms. You know, it was just, I didn't have the hot flushes. Yeah, you know, which was the one thing that most people associate with with menopause. I had all the psychological problems, and Joe had all the physical ones. Um, so yeah, so it wasn't until I actually understood what it was wrong that I actually knew that what I was going through was normal. You know, it, I wasn't the only one that went through it. So many people do, but nobody talks about it. No, none of our peers who are educated women were talking about what they were going through. And it wasn't until Joe and I started doing our website that actually women, would, you know, our friends and, and women who we didn't know would just kind of talk to us about what they're going through. And it, 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 it was just like we'd opened Pandora's box, really, that, you know, suddenly it was people felt OK to talk to us about it, but they still wouldn't actually want to talk to their closest friends about it it's um so you know, basically education and awareness and understanding that every single woman will go through menopause at some stage in their life some earlier some later but it's normal there's nothing to be embarrassed about it you know it's it's a normal phase and the mental health side of it is is so misunderstood and so misdiagnosed quite often for some women yeah why do you think it is that so many people are reluctant to talk about it? I think they're just embarrassed. Yeah. Um, we, when we first started, we did a very small survey and it really was amongst our friends. Um, and it was really interesting how, you know, people we were surprised about said they were really embarrassed and just didn't want to talk about it or just completely dismiss it as if, you know, oh, it just doesn't affect me. But what you need to understand about menopause is that everybody's experience is different. And some women will not experience any problem whatsoever. They'll just go straight into, you know, their periods will stop, have nothing that has impacted them. But the other side of menopause is that if you've got a history in your family of osteoporosis, um, then you're susceptible to um, to that. So you need to really look after your bone health. So women who go into early menopause need to be on HRT because HRT, hormone replacement therapy, protects your bones. So if you lose your estrogen early, then you need that um, hormone replacement to protect your bones and for women uh, post-menopause 
heart disease and heart attack is the biggest killer for women. So making sure you look after your heart. So and also um, diabetes. Um, diabetes is really common postmenopause, and you don't have to be overweight to be diabetic. It's you know so you need to look at your lifestyle. You need, so we say that menopause is a point where you just have to reset the reset button it's time to stop pause look at your health because you need to be in your best health going into your later years so that you don't suffer from osteoporosis you have got a healthy heart you you know you are in your best mental ability so mental health in in perimenopause is really where it affects women most um it's it's not really common for women to suffer depression or hormonal depression post menopause but it is very common leading up to it with the hormonal depression what's the treatment for that would that be hormone replacement therapy Generally, it's um, the NICE guidelines tend to say that hormone replacement therapy is is the best treatment for it. Mm. Not every woman wants to go on it. In in our website, we give all this. We've got a whole symptoms section, and we give all the kind of self help options. So it's looking at your diet. And so for something like anxiety, you really need to cut out, you know, sugar um, is, is, is not helpful in, 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 and the adrenaline helps the anxiety or few feeds on the anxiety. So, you know, refined carbs, refined sugars are, are not good for you. They're no longer your friend. Um, so you need to cut, you know, you need to start looking at, you know, um, complex carbs and things like that. So every symptoms, there's different foods that you should eat. Nuts and seeds seem to come into everything. Become, you know, you're not necessarily become a vegetarian, but you, you know, you need your proteins as well. What to avoid, which is generally if you're anxious, caffeine, and that's coffee as well as tea, as well as carbonated drinks, um, because tea has caffeine in as well. You know, if you can't give up caffeine, then avoid having it after four o'clock in the afternoon because it stays in your system. Alcohol is not great, especially if you're suffering hot flushes because that raises your body temperature. And then also the sugar kind of wakes you up in the middle of the night. So you've got these peaks and troughs of hormones kind of keeping you awake. Um then we do lifestyle um, well-being um, in terms of exercise or it could be anything from apps that can help you. you know, there's menopause apps, mindfulness apps that can help you. Um, alternative therapies, supplements you can take. So St. John's Wort is good for mental health um, or anxiety during um, menopause if you don't want to go on HRT. But it is a combination of, you know, self-help strategies. So we say, you know, these are all things that you can do. They don't cost you a fortune. It's just a way of, of reassessing your your whole lifestyle, basically, so that you can feel the best you can. And if none of that helps, then go to your GP. And, and we often say to women who've gone to the GP and said, well, they've, you know, they just want to give me antidepressants. And and they feel that it's hormonal. We just say print off the nice guidelines where it says your 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 doctor has to help you and if and they have to listen to you and if you want HRT then they should they should prescribe it. And if you're seeing a doctor that is just not helping you, then go to another GP practice. And generally it's better to see a female and probably an older female GP who's been through it and understands it more because because if you've not been through it, you just you just don't understand it. Mm. You know, it's like, you know, 
because every woman's experience is totally different, you know. So, yeah. Are there many support groups or charities um, specifically for women who are going through the menopause and in particular sort of like struggling with the mental health side of things? Um, For charities for the mental health side... It, specifically for men, menopause, I wouldn't say there's support groups. So there's a menopause support group, there's British Menopause Society, but they're very much more um, for the medical side of the profession rather than the individual, which is why we ended up setting up our website um, for premature ovarian or, or early menopause and premature ovarian sufficiency. There's the DAISY network. So if, if anyone's going through early menopause, because obviously early menopause, that means infertility. So a lot of you know young women are you know really struggling to have children. Um, they're very supportive in that side but for your average your average woman there is not necessarily a charity there's the menopause cafe which is a charity where they encourage women to to just meet and have a coffee and support each other that way which is a really good charity um but there's lots of support groups um so we've got a facebook group so we have a um a private Facebook group called Positive Pause Chill Zone, uh, which is you have to just answer a couple of questions where you are in your menopause. But basically, it's it's a it's a private group where you can share any of your you know your problems that you might have or ask for advice from other other members of the group. Um, so. Uh, yeah, I think it's improving. And, it, you know, when we started building our website in 2016, we felt that there was information on the web, you know, out on the web, but it was all very much medical and very worthy. We didn't feel that there was anything that particularly engaged with us. You know, we still felt that, you know, we were out there, we still felt that we were 20 and wanted to party and have a good time, but we just couldn't engage with any of the information. It was all very doom and gloom. Um, and as much as, a lot of menopause is not particularly you know, in, exciting or, you know, it's quite depressing, some of it. But it's a phase, you get through it, and women want to be positive about it and they want to know how they can help themselves. And that, once you've got through the other side, it is fine. You know, your hormones are settled and you're back to your usual self. You've aged a bit. But everyone ages, you know, you can't, you can't turn back the clock and, you know, it's, that is life. Um, but menopause is natural and it is nothing that women should be embarrassed about. They should embrace it. It's part of womanhood. It's part of being a female. And, you know, it's something that we've worked quite strongly. Girls at school should be educated about. I mean, they're told about the reproductive symptoms, you know, and how to have safe sex and prevent getting pregnant. Or then the next time, you know, you have anything as a female, it's it's perhaps if you choose to have a child and you get pregnant or if you're lucky enough to have a child, then it's all about looking after the child, you know, breastfeeding or whether or not you have postmenopause depression. There's support groups for, for all that. But we felt there was nothing for a woman through menopause as a support group or, you know, there was no tribe for us. We didn't feel that we connected with anybody. So we just wanted to set up this website that we felt was positive, that we could share information and talk to experts who could give positive advice on on helping women understand and give them self-help strategies to, to manage their health and well-being. 
So it's Positive Pools. You've got the website, you've got your Facebook group. And I'm, I'm right in thinking you've got some events as well. Yes, we have. We've, we've had small events that we've run generally in South London. Um, it, we're based in, in Dulwich. So we've had a few in the Dulwich area. We've done Putney and we've, we're starting to do bigger events. We just had one in Richmond, which we call our Feel Good Fair. And we've got another one that we're um, organising in Manchester on the 5th of October on the lead up to World Menopause Day. And that is a full day event where we have health experts. We have GPs, gynaecologists, women's health physios, nutritionists. And uh, we've talked to authors that perhaps might be around um, you know, looking after your health and well-being through midlife, say through midlife menopause and beyond, basically. If you've been affected by any of the issues we've discussed today, please contact the Samaritans on 116-123 or go to the website at samaritans.org. Thanks very much to our producer Sam Bonham and to Lucy Baker for our lovely jingles. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please give us a rate and review on iTunes. Come join us on Facebook. We have a group called Mentally Yours. And on Twitter, we're MentallyYRS. See you next week, guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.